episode 328. You've got to throw some cold water on this situation. Start talking about nerd stuff. You know, nerd culture is mainstream now. So when you use the word nerd derogatorily, it means you're the one that's out of the zeitgeist. System activate. This is NetHeads with Will Wilkins and Trent Hunsaker. It's a tech podcast. Tech podcast. But we are a sh- ton cooler than your typical geek you guys rock and now here's will and trent no one listens to the radio i wasn't even listening i was listening to podcasts podcasts are great radio boy yeah welcome everybody another edition of netheads my name is will and i'm trent no you are a youtube channel one second. <laughs> I was checking the YouTube. Okay, let's try oh, that again. Oh, on the screen. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was like, oh. Hold on, let me try that again. I'm not going to restart Will the whole thing. Uh, my name is Will. And I'm Trent. Uh, if you want to take part in the program, you can. One of many ways. One of them, one of them's Twitter. Uh, but actually, you can chat anywhere you like. Because uh, yeah. we're on the Twitter, we're on the YouTube, we're on the Facebook, and and I see all of those except for one of them. And Trent, what is that? Yeah, it's it's the one where we always hear from uh, Roller Dog NC, who uh, in in updating from our last episode uh, is letting us know using the hashtag Netheads that there are no plans for an audio book. Uh, but I tell you what, I I'm just saying, I'm just saying. You You're, can't you can't sell popcorn to uh, no butts in the seats. Exactly. Um, by the way, just an embarrassing moment. I forgot to take out my uh, orthodontic trays right before we got started. <laughs> Came to that realization, but thankfully uh, you you talked about that quite well. Yeah, if, uh, Twitter hashtag NetHeads is the easiest way to take advantage of it. Whether you're listening live or you're listening after the fact, probably after the fact. That's the best use of it now. Um, yeah. Uh, also, uh, be sure to follow us on, on, uh, Twitter. Uh, I'm that Will Wilkins. Trent is at a part of him. And, uh, also I want to remind everyone too, that, uh, if you are a fan of NetHeads, uh, first of all, we love you. Secondly, if you are, uh, interested in that kind of thing, you want to help support the creators in your lives, you can, we've got a Patreon web, uh, we have a Patreon site. It's uh, I think it's NetHeads on Air on uh, Patreon, but you go to NetHeadsOnAir.com. There should be a link to it. So uh, NetHeadsOnAir.com for as much information about the show as you like. Uh, Trent, let's kick things off uh, a little uh, a little uh, down homey, shall we? Yes, please. Very good. Uh, I am. Um, I want you to know that the dishwasher dilemma is done. Oh, good. Yes. Uh, also, I'm always happy to work in the alliteration. So, yeah, the dishwasher dilemma is done. It was interesting. Uh, I think I kvetched about having uh, the repair guy out the last time, the sec- first guy versus second guy. He was convinced it was this little valve that sits uh, after the uh, pump, but before the drain hose uh, that kind of acts as a flap to make sure you don't uh, get any water backwashing, if you will, into uh, the dishwasher, right? Makes perfect sense. Yeah, yeah. And he said, well, I'm going to order the part. I looked up the part list because nerd. And uh, sure enough, uh, my suspicion today was confirmed because he showed up and they had sent a new pump, uh, which is the only way to get the valve that's uh, after the pump before the drain hose. And uh, wouldn't you know, it was actually the pump that was dead. So boy, oh boy, am I glad it went that route. Because uh, otherwise, I would have been once again kvetching about the goddamn dishwasher and home warranties and the like. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say, and 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 lamenting to the uh, Bob Vilas of the world about uh, you know the home warranty. Yeah, exactly. Which, by the way, can't wait to cancel. Cannot wait to cancel it. But neither here nor there. The whole point is the dishwasher is back. It's in. We're pumped tonight. Uh, I was so excited. I've prepped. Everything for the turkey burgers ahead of time uses many bowls, plates, spoons. Hell, I used a whisk and I didn't even whisk anything. Why? Because we can, because the dish sanitizer can come into play again. By the way, I also realize there is another reason 
why I prefer to hand wash dishes over putting them in the dishwasher. Okay. Okay. I think last week, my biggest complaint was that you're doing the exact same work, but you're doing it for somebody else, which is the machine. Um, I think the other reason though, why I like it, I finally realized what it is. It's because I was able to know because I was actually doing it because mind you, you got to keep in mind, Trent. Um, I think my wife probably summed it up best a little earlier today when she told me, I think you've done the dishes more this year than you have, I don't know, maybe in the last three years, right? <laughs> um, wow. But uh, I'm definitely excited uh, to, uh, to, to wash dishes, and I think it's because I just find the whole process relaxing. I was bagging on it. Maybe I should help out with the dishes a little more now. Because I, it's one of the few times I've been able to just like put in my earbuds, throw on a podcast. And, and yep. like we said last time too, there's the uh, last night I was doing the dishes. Uh, Denise came back from uh, upstairs and instantly started drying and we became, it was a team effort. And I like that. Yeah. Much in the same way I like doing this with you. Team effort works out really great. Trent. Uh, Sorry. Uh, oh, you said, sir. I thought you were, sir. Yeah. Unfortunately, we don't have a true diversity connection here. Uh, I wanted to know if you knew about, were aware of, or more importantly, wanted an invite to the clubhouse app. Have you heard of this? Uh, I've heard of it. I have not received an invite. I would like one, please. Good to know. I have two. One is yours. Just so you know, Thank you. I I still don't know quite what to think of it. Uh, I've been on there. I've seen it. It's practical use for those of you that don't know. It's a new social. I, I'd almost call it a social networking app, but it's a, it's a new social media app and it is strictly audio. You make rooms, you talk to people, you can bring people up onto the stage and they can speak. You can kick them back into the audience or ask them to move themselves down in. Um, but it's interesting. It's almost like a, a, a social media app that is built around the concept of conference calls in a weird way. But yeah, it is. It's 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 a user friendly social Zoom, essentially. But and no boy, words of camera. Can you imagine if this had been around, you know, like like in in the public eye six months before uh, the pandemic hit? It definitely would be would have been nice, for sure. But uh, and and it it probably would have been wider adopted. But they are uh, going with the um, invite only approach, kind of like Gmail. As a matter of fact, the whole vibe felt like Gmail back in the day. Although I do admit, after finally becoming aware of it and saying, "Oh well, you know, I'd love to check this out," I, I went on to get on the wait list, thinking, "Well." That's it for me, right? But apparently, I still got some juice in this world, Trent, because 11 seconds later, somebody on the app recognized me and basically vouched for me, and I got bumped up in the list right away. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So special thanks to uh, Bagged and Boarded and many other podcast uh, fames, Matt Cohen, for that. Appreciate it, sir. Uh, it's nice to check it out. I, I I do plan on playing with it more once I get more comfortable with it. Uh, but the interesting thing that I found, one, it was good to hear that these kind of conference calls, the audio never is supposed to leave the app. So you can't really uh, outsource the audio. It's trapped in there. So the conversations that happen in there are in there. But also, it's an amazing app because I think uh, from a marketing standpoint, even though it's a captured audience, you can host rooms on specific topics. And, and if uh, certain members of the audience may relate to this, imagine being able to put together your own Comic-Con panel at any moment, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And have a topic. Uh, Ash Williams is at work. Uh, Michelle Cuso, hi. Nice to see you. Nick Brody, what up? Um, so it's great, though, because you can actually like start to make yourself be a um, a, no a learned person in a topic, a subject matter expert, I think, was the term I was yep. fishing for before I lost it. Uh, you can set one of these things up in a heartbeat. And 
uh, that's the reason why I want to play with it. Uh, I, for, in that respect, I just want to throw a room together and see what happens. I've seen some that are very topic oriented and, uh, it's amazing the, uh, the way some people are able to command a room in there. Uh, but I, I will send, uh, go ahead and do the, uh, there's a feature for it. Just get the app, register for the wait list. And when I see it, I'll vouch for you. We'll see if that burns okay. one of my invites or not. Done and done. Woo. Um, so, uh, anyway, uh, there is a uh, crowdsource. The, another thing I wanted to talk about though, um, it, actually, did you have any thoughts? Cause I'm just bringing up topics, talking about them, letting you react and moving on. That's not good. Um, yeah, just, uh, I was just, uh, browsing through the, the news. Apparently, uh, Elon Musk, uh, he tweeted about something that he thought was a different clubhouse. Uh, like a music app he was tweeting about, um, but everyone thought he was talking about this. And so yesterday, their stocks went through the roof, um, Clubhouse app did, just because he mentioned a related group, not about them. Dude, we started to, did we, did we start to talk about the, the stock market thing last time? Uh-uh. Yeah, that was I somehow that kind of became a thing. I think at the same time we recorded our last episode, which, by the way, kudos to you, sir. Two weeks in a row, we're on a roll. Yeah, and, and a tip of the tip of the hat to you as well. Thank you, sir. I appreciate that. You have a hat. I have no hat. I cannot tip. There are plenty up there, but I'm not going to grab one. Um, I uh, it's it's amazing the way the uh, stock market uh can be played. Um, I don't really want to get into the topic too much, other than it's a very interesting, kind of like other things we see in in play, if you will, uh, with what has happened in the whole GameStop, uh, short squeeze, uh, hedge fund screwing over by the little guy kind of thing that happened. Um, right. But in many ways, this might be kind of a pivotal point to the stock market that I and, and work with me here. Let's see if my uh, thinking goes right. This may kind of be the Napster moment for Wall Street, if you yeah, will. It, uh, I saw I saw someone post something that kind of resonated with me in just how like this this is the way that the millennials should have taken on Wall Street rather than occupy Wall Street. It's yeah, kind of, because it's definitely something that I think uh, the news has been able to somehow cover, uh, unlike, yep. you know, uh, that whole sit in. People were like, well, but what is it accomplishing? And we're like, we don't know. Yeah, exactly. And 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 it is and it is affected <laughs> uh, things, whether it was positive, negative, whatever it, it had an effect. Uh, which then gets covered, right? Um, and so, yeah, it would just when when I saw that illusion between the two, I was like, "Holy shit, they're right!" They and are... no one had to like leave their house to do it. No, they didn't. Once again, the power of the internet is terrifying. I, I, uh, I uh, again, I don't know which way to go on this, but uh, I definitely feel like uh, it, it. This will be a redefining moment in the way that Napster was. Napster, Napster is kind of an event that ended up revolutionizing the music industry. I think CDs may have had a little bit of a longer shelf life had it not been for Napster. And so oh. I feel like this, uh, the stuff that we're seeing now is definitely going to be a, uh, a redefining moment because in a way it's kind of exposed the fact that, you know, What's happening right now is the hedge fund people are pissed that other people have gamed them at their own game, you know, and, yeah, and essentially doing exactly what they do. Exactly. And now uh, they're feeling that same pain. In other words, uh, the rich old guys probably don't like that the young kids uh, cracked the code. Right. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And and that's the other thing. It, it, I mean, it was a gamble, right? It wasn't this wouldn't work for just anything right it, it, it had to have the, all the power of everyone joining in together as individuals right like it's like you said this is this is kind of a a snapshot moment because i don't know if anyone would ever 
you know, do that. Just like all the circumstances, just people being at home, being bored, maybe having some extra um, funds they could play around with. You know, like it was just like this perfect snapshot for, for something like this to happen. Yeah, the true zeitgeist of the moment, much in the way that kind of, uh, you know, things happen, cause and effect. Uh, we saw more people in this past election vote than have ever voted in this country before. Gee, could it have been because of how easy we made it? Hmm. I don't know. Might be something there. Yep. Yeah. Oh, uh, Utah has like, I don't know how many years, though. It's it's probably been maybe six years. It's all been mailing. Like, if you want to, all my voting has been locally has been mail-in. And I voted in every election because it's that easy. Uh, leaving work to go down to the elementary school or the, you know, the senior citizen center, wherever it might be, to vote is a pain in the butt. And doing it through mail works. It just does. Yeah, definitely. It it it, it is something that is just insanely easy. Anyway, uh, it's I've I've voted. Uh, in California, they made sure everyone could vote by mail. But before I had voted absentee as well, because they really don't you don't really need a reason. You just need to request it. And because yeah. of that, like you said, I mean, the only thing is that you well, sometimes they'll send a sticker for you. They definitely did this time. Um, but, you know, I don't know. There's something about going to a polling place as well on the election day, although I, I really hope that that the past election does cause the ratification or new adoption of this approach uh, across the board, because um, it's, it's just one of those, uh, sorry, I lost my thought that I, where I was going with this, other than the fact that um, I really hope that we, they now consider possibly taking something like voting day and stretching it out the way they did for this past election. In other words, there's a voting period, not a specific day. So that way, more people have an opportunity to vote as well if they choose to vote early and in person. Right? Yeah. But uh, I didn't want to get into the topic of the election at all. I was just trying to say that I, I think that what we're seeing now is definitely going to be something that helps kind of level the uh, the Wall Street game for everyone. Uh, but the other thing that I'm kind of worried about now, too, are all of the the kids that may have been using Robin Hood with their kid dad's credit cards and are going to get freaked out because of how much debt they're in because they right. were buying at the 300 and plus line. And you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But, uh, none of that is really, uh, interesting to me, um, <laughs> in a way. But what is interesting to me is another thing. Boy, we keep going, going from technology to audio here. And I'm sorry I'm bouncing around like a hyped up frog. But um, I had a thought because, you know, one of the things we always tell people is that you can, you know, you can interact with us live via Skype. Right. Yes. Uh, and I didn't realize how much of a dinosaur we've now become by adhering to that, because if we were say to take live live calls now we it doesn't even need to be a phone call it doesn't even need to be skype and it doesn't even need to be complex because you know sitting in here occasionally you might hear the the skype ring and then i get annoyed and and you know i have to take it out and post and the like one of the things that's really become popular, it's kind of the new messaging board system. It is definitely something that has gone way beyond the original intention of gaming discord. Yeah. Right. With, yep. with discord, not only could we go ahead and, and still take calls, uh, but then there's that whole audience interaction in between things. Uh, but the other thing, too, is like I've been in discords where they basically like, let's say somebody wanted to talk live with us or we reinvented NetHeads in a way where instead of it just being you and I, we put together kind of an entire community conversation at once. It can be done because you can have multiple people on a discord voice chat, but you yeah. can also have a waiting room. So it's like if you want to talk. Then you can be queued up here and then the host can just bring them into the conversation. I'm I'm thinking I'm thinking we're way behind and we should set up a NetHeads Discord. What do you think? 
Um, yeah, I mean, it's I it's it's funny. The only times that I have used Discord other than gaming has been for people who have purchased a pay per view and uh, are are screen sharing it, and others can watch and and like watch it with them. Uh, kind of a, a work, uh, an alternative to watch parties. I would never imagine you would take part in something that's a blatant copyright violation like that. But yeah, uh, I don't know. I don't know if that's technically. I don't know. I, I'm sure it's a gray area. I'm sure. I'm sure no one could be prosecuted under it, but it would go to court. Oh, most definitely. Yeah, for sure. Um, although I would argue that in these current pandemic times, it's like, well, these are the people I would have invited over to my house anyway to watch it with me. Yeah, that's that's why I think it, it, I could get around it just out of like, well, you know, if we're going off Nielsen ratings, I'm under five people and you've already counted me for five having watched it, just having purchased the pay-per-view. So. Wow. Trent, I didn't know you had this type of Nielsen knowledge. Oh, I used, I used to, uh, I mean, granted, everyone's involved now, basically, with, with streaming services. But uh, when I had DirecTV, I was a, a Nielsen reporter. I, I, like, logged all the stuff I watched and mailed it in, and they sent me a, a, new, a new logbook every every two weeks, I think. So antiquated. Uh, so, but, I know, right? But would the logs be just uh, verification of digital information or literally still logs? No, th like, well, I'm not sure. Like, I'm... Again, this this probably would have been like twelve years ago, but like I was like it was a it was a a bound notebook that had a schedule, and I wrote down e and it had and you there were codes for it whether if you'd watched it if you DVR'd it and they still want to know when you watched your DVR stuff and when it was DVR the original date et cetera et cetera. Oh, okay, very good. That makes sense. But yeah, now metrics are an entirely. A transparent thing you know as long as yep. you agree to let your information out because i mean yep think let's reflect on on how much information i'm giving away to amazon for just a moment shall we so <laughs> i watch everything pretty much through the fire tv uh whether i'm watching hulu disney plus hbo max etc etc i'm streaming those through a fire tv and Additionally, I have the uh, the Fire TV recast or whatever it is, their DVR. So Amazon knows exactly what television shows I'm also recording because I'm sure one of the things that they license with Hulu and Disney Plus, et cetera, et cetera, is the fact that they get some insight into my activity. That's probably one of the things about being on the platform. So, I mean, and even if they weren't, since all of those services are going through uh aws anyway mm -hmm. oh good point as well <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i'm starting to get I, i'm the more i think about it man i made an offhanded comment to somebody the other day and it's true one person with enough money like let's let's just say jeff bezos okay i he's probably not the best example i think this would be more of a zuckerberg thing um, okay. I just mean uh, for the type of person, company, and control. Because, you know, Jeff Bezos is apparently stepping down from Amazon. Did you hear that? Well, I mean, it's. I think, I see it, it's it's like a lateral move, right? It's, it's still having all the power to veto with none of the risk and day-to-day -day effort. He's, he's becoming the executive chair of the board. Yeah. So, uh, it, <laughs> He's still going to have more money than I'll ever even be able to imagine oh, in this lifetime. Yeah, more more money than we can even like literally comprehend. More than anyone can spend. Um, somebody like well, I guess we could use him as well, like anybody. But uh, but you know, like let's just think of the major social media um, companies, like in play right now. So let's go Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. Okay, well let's take any one of those three. If you had enough vision and you had the money and you were willing to play a long game, much in the same way that we have seen, you could literally reprogram the masses to align with your way of thinking. Oh, like, do, do you mean like, like philosophically or as a user? Yes. Or both? Yeah. 
Exactly. Because like if I sit down to go scroll the wonderful TikToks, right, and take a look at the videos and 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 laugh at the people lip sync lip syncing, feel awkward about the teenagers dancing, you know, all that stuff. Um I'm going to start receiving specific messages like like, for example, there's a whole group of people on TikTok that are that are Trump supporters. Right. They're all Trump 2020. Um, the election yeah. stolen. Probably. I don't know. I don't want to speculate who they are. I never see them on my on when I'm scrolling through there because the algorithm has got an idea about what I like. Right. But if there were certain messages that uh, had a different way of thinking that they wanted to steer me towards just you know blip them in there here and there and they will see if they start getting traction or not and again the right algorithm and the right uh, right amount of uh collaboration of information and philosophies if you will so in other words what are the stepping stones to get somebody from a to z how what is it that's going to work to do that and start just slipping those in be very easy for a social media company and and the owner if you will especially if it weren't a public one to uh, go ahead and really steer public opinion and public the zeitgeist, if you will, Trent. Sure. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. And and I mean, and that's kind of like, uh, that's the interesting thing about it too. Like, were Facebook still a private company? Um, all all the the hubbub about, you know, is this morally right? Blah 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 would be moot. Because it, it, like, they wouldn't have to report on any of it, essentially. Exactly. Um, they, they also wouldn't be as big as they are. Mm -hmm. um, they wouldn't have the funding behind them. But yeah, it's it's so that so so there is there is some definite transparency that does come with, you know, ha having to be at least accountable to your shareholders. Yeah, and unless of course they're bought and paid for it as well, because as long as the checks keep coming, they'll shut up. Uh, I will happily like facilitate uh, anyone's bad choices in business if they want to pay me for it. By the way, and when I say facilitate, I meant validate. Understood. Understood completely. Uh, never so clever as this, by the way, wanted to point out he can have a discord up and running for us in moments. Thank you. I appreciate that. I could go. I and I only say I could, too, um, because I've had to. For other reasons, I've had to learn Discord kind of in and out. But but I just love some of the features. Uh, anyway, that's that topic. This is this one right now. We're talking about how Amazon viewing is probably going to make the world um, be easily taken over. I don't really think that's the case. But it is. I, I, I'm continuously amazed at how much of my information that I'm willing to give away for convenience. Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, and, and that's, it's one of those things too. Like, I, I don't know why, but I'm just one of those people that always had, has to turn on my, um, uh, location on my phone whenever I use maps or direction, because I don't like, I just don't want it tracking where I'm at all the time. Uh, like I've got friends who do, who are signed up for, uh, Google surveys, you know, you, you do a survey and you get a, a ranking on how fast you can do them and how thoroughly you can do them. And then you get paid for them. They send you more, blah, blah, blah. And they've gotten so good at doing the surveys and their geo tracking it on their phone is so good. They'll walk past a store and just like that, they'll get a survey for it. Being like, <laughs> I, didn't, I just walked by. I didn't even buy anything. Yeah. That's, that's all you need, man. That is one of the, now I don't know. Uh, uh, because I haven't really looked at the Android phone a whole lot lately, even though it is it's running the latest version um, in in uh, Mac, uh, uh, the iOS now, not Mac. You have an ability uh, every time you go to turn on or something wants to ask to use your location services, you get to give the option of all the time, only when the app is running or F off, basically. Ah, OK. Does that exist in the Android world? Uh, honestly, I, I don't know because I use anything that's geo-based so infrequently. <laughs> Fair uh, enough. It's probably years since I've used one. Haven't, haven't haven't had to use a GPS going from upstairs down to the downstairs no. or back and forth from work? Yeah. The the I, I, I Sadly, I know where the masturbatorium is, and I can get there all too frequently. Once again, you got me. Gosh darn it. <laughs> 
an innocent topic and somehow you you made it awkward um i yeah i don't i i'm sort of the same way uh, in the uh, apple universe there in the ios i always just say you can use the gps when i'm using the app and that's it and then i make sure that i even swipe it away from history just to make sure that it truly is history at that point um but I, I, I'm amazed at how much information we give away for convenience. I mean, like my family is, so, is I don't want to say irritated with me. I don't want to say it. But they are. Uh, because I keep insisting <laughs> on putting in so many smart devices. Like if I see, like obviously like, I've got the like lights. The house. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, you can ask, I can say it safely here, but you can ask the Alexa to turn on the TV. You can tell it to ask it to turn on the kitchen lights. You can ask it to turn on a light in Blair's room. You can ask it to turn on lights in the master bedroom. Uh, you can you can be watching TV and ask to see the backyard camera. I keep, and by the way, last week, we confirmed the fact having Internet of Things devices is the, one of the easiest ways to either compromise yourself with others or, or what have you. Um, right. Or get compromised. Uh, as a matter yeah. of fact, my my wife was watching, I, I think, uh, 911 on Fox, and they had a hyper example of a, a smart home uh, being controlled by the ex-girlfriend after she's moved out. Oh, <laughs> nice. Which results in a guy end up actually getting scalding burns in the shower and falling and hurt, getting hurt because the house was over smart. But, you know, what? I'm not going to lie, Trent. I want to, I want my house to be the enterprise. I mean, that's, that's, that's all we've ever wanted. Right. I mean, that's, that's why we still like going to the grocery store sometimes just so that those doors will go. It's the reason why I have on the back of the door here, a beautiful gift from my friend Trent it's a comms panel, a replica one from think geek. May she rest in peace. Um, that's the the classic enterprise panel i mean looks just like the same molded plastic they used on the set and uh when i'm in the mood i i flick the switch up so that way when somebody opens my door it goes because that's yep. what i want yep but that's all, all any of us ever wanted like uh, let's put it this way we are uh we're, wow we are quite into this show more so than i expected um and immediately after this, I'm going to be cooking dinner. I got everything prepped, like I said. So I love being able to say, computer. Did it light up? I didn't look. No, it didn't. Computer. Preheat upper oven 425 degrees. Holy shit. Are you serious? Preheating upper oven to 425 degrees Fahrenheit. I'm not messing with you, son. When we had to, we finally got to replace the oven in this house. I'm like, oh, Wi-Fi enabled. Okay, so so I mean, is this is this a gas or a conven gas or a conventional oven? Hmm. It's funny you should mention that. This one is an electric. Okay. Okay. That's interesting to me. Why is Holy that? Ball. Just just it's it's I'm just like like my my literally my oven is from the nineteen fifties. Oh my gosh. Okay. I, I know. And, and I know it seems contradictory because last week I said, why on earth would you need a dish dishwasher that's Wi-Fi enabled? Now, I, right. I mean, like, I don't know anybody that is sitting there going, gosh, almighty, I can't go to bed until these dishes are done because that's when you run it. But, uh, right. you know, I guess if you were very eager, you could ask it if the dishes are done. Like, I can ask it what temperature the oven is at, like if 20 minutes from now. If I'm like, well, is it warm enough yet? I can ask the oven. I don't know. Okay. So that's wonderful. I could turn on either one. I can turn them off. Like if I, if I think I forgot to turn off the oven, I could do that. So the oven makes a little more sense. Like you could preheat the oven on the way home from the grocery store with your frozen pizza in the bag. Yep. Or, or if, uh, say like you're doing like a roast or something and, and you wanted to cut the heat off so it would continue cooking just in its own heat. Um, or anything like 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 the oven thing that makes total sense to me. That's why I'm I'm so wowed by it. Now the the dishwasher would make more sense if it had some sort of CPU that could run diagnostics. But where you know they still had to send some dude out to like right. look at it, 
thing. So, so you can basically turn it on and turn it off. Like, Hey, look, let me tell you something, Trent. I I'm now convinced after this whole fiasco, how do we get back to the dishwasher? Um, I'm now convinced after this whole fiasco that, uh, the only difference between dishwashers overall is perhaps the number, the number of racks or the fancy spinny things you made the point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. No, the main difference in them is how much insulation they have around them. That's what it is. Because other than that, they all do the same thing. This it's, yes, how quiet they are. This repair guy came out and and he he still he guessed wrong. Only reason why it's fixed is because the part came with a part. It's the only reason. Yeah. You know, but there was nothing he could do to hook up just to to run a quick diagnostic to verify the pump is working strong enough or not, you know? Yeah. That's that's the that's the thing that I'm just like, so what's the point of having Wi-Fi? Yeah. And so if it does that, yeah. And and once again, haven't still looked at any of the feet while we're bagging on it completely, haven't verified whatsoever one little bit what a Wi-Fi enabled dishwasher does. Maybe from the next show. Or maybe for yeah. the supplemental edition we do on I do on Patreon. Yeah. Maybe. But not today. Not today, my friend. Um <laughs> Although I am still very interested to find out what that is. But yeah, I, I mean, but again, convenience. And now, you know, my in, now I'm sure there's a way to track that oven back to inside my house and, and find my IP address and find my network. Um, oh, uh, never so clever as this wants to know, does the smart oven have an auto off safety feature? Not that I've accidentally found out about yet. So, no. Well, speaking of safety features, um doing a quick Google search though, that seems to be like the, the main linchpin for a smart enabled dishwasher. Oh, you are doing it today. Okay. It's to lock it. That's all just to lock it <laughs> so that it can climb in. Okay. So there we go. So it's, yeah. you can have an app to unlock your front door, your side door or the dishwasher. Not, I've never, I mean, I've heard about kids getting trapped in refrigerators. Never heard the dishwasher. That's a new one no. on me. No. And, and I've, you know, kids getting into the dryer and their siblings running this, 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 the tumble cycle because you get bored in Wyoming during the summer. But other than that. Not firsthand experience. You don't have direct knowledge of that, though. Of course not. No, no, that's. That's not why they chose to run the just the tumble cycle and not the heat cycle, because that that could actually hurt me. Oh, good. I'm glad they left it on air dry. That's yeah, good to hear. Yeah. Looking out for me. I mean, if this were to happen. Netheads, fellas, you've been getting dirty. I mean, you've been getting really dirty. Well, there's only one thing to do when you've been getting dirty, and that's to get clean. And how can you do that? The Duke Cannon Supply Company. Guys, I am not kidding. I didn't know anything about this company until Santa brought a big old lump of coal in my stocking. And that big old lump of coal just happened to be a big ass brick of coal soap. And who makes it? Duke Cannon. This is the best soap that I have used in a long time. It feels good on your skin. It is, uh, there's no other way to describe it. It's a nice creamy lathery sensation over your whole body that's, that just makes you feel like you're getting clean. And the scents they have are amazing. Like they got campfire, fresh cut pine, leaf and leather, midnight swim. They've even got limited edition bars of soap that are themed like, uh, like the World War II era big ass brick of soap victory or accomplishment, productivity or naval diplomacy. All these things are great, right? But if you're like, well, I'm not so much into soap. Well, what about fragrance? What about your beard? They got beard oils and beard shampoo. Or, or how about your hair? They got hair wash. They got dry shampoo. And, and most inventively, they've got shampoo pucks. It looks like a, like a, like a, like a shoe polish tin, but in it is a puck. You just rub it on your wet head and you start lathering up. It is amazing. Guys, I'm not kidding. These products are just dope and they offer free shipping for orders over 30. Look, don't take my word for it. You decide yourself. Just go to netheadsonair.com forward slash Duke and see the full bevy of products that they have available. You know, and, and they, if you're a bargain hunter, they got uh, four packs. 
you, you can find your signature scent. It's all right there. Netheadsonair.com forward slash Duke will take you to the Duke Cannon Supply Company and we'll show your support for Netheads. Thank you, guys. Now, back to the program. I, I just look, I don't like with this, with this dishwasher that we've got now, I mean, like, even if I crawl, even if I were much smaller and crawled in, I could just push it open. It just clicks open. It's not like, yeah. it's not like the old school dishwashers I remember having as a kid where you had to flick that handle over. Yeah. Switch. Lever? Lock? Yeah. Let's just go with lock. It covers everything, right? Yeah. I think that's good. By the way, um. I just wanted to uh, remind you, Trent, uh, that there is a lot of heat going on in the Patreon. Uh, wondering when Lauren Gardner is going to get to get to this uh, this Nagathon play by play commentary highlights or whatever. I've forgotten what it is actually. Yeah, I, I'm hoping it's it's going to be soon because I know he's got another like like I with Death Ray Media have got a shoot next weekend. Um, and, and he's going to be doing play by play there. So hopefully he can get it done before then. Mm. I think, uh, much like, uh, punk Satani Phil seeing his shadow today, uh, six more weeks till <laughs> we'll have six more weeks of, of, of Nagathon, everybody. Happy, happy groundhog day. Will I totally forgot. Yeah. Oh, I didn't. I so it was the. You know, the kids' school, because I know everything that's happening at school, because school's here. Um, as one of my coworkers said, isn't it weird that you can take a shower in your office now? That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. A little, a little weird. Um, but yeah, uh, wait, what was I talking about? Uh, Groundhog Day. Oh, yeah. So uh, my daughter's school, they had to make a prediction about what the groundhog would see. And apparently... Uh, the Punxsutawney coverage because of the pandemic of things was done virtually. So we all really got to see, um, you know, the the ceremony, which look, I don't understand how the groundhog is looking to see his shadow. Yet somehow they got a scroll with everything already on it as well. What what's what what kind of what kind of voodoo is that, Trent? I, I was thinking about this the other day. Like, was this just like an early nation trying to like create some folklore that would try and, and and unite us in some sort of nationalistic spirit because otherwise this this just seems like 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 bad witchcraft uh you know trent I, i'm gonna tell you i think the person that summed it up best for me was jensen carp a little earlier uh today let me just look let me look this up in real time. Uh, Jensen Karp, you may know him as uh, Hot Carl. He yep. summed it up best. He said, these Q people are so crazy with their insane theories and unfounded belief. It's nuts. Anyway, did the Groundhog see its own shadow to tell us when a season starts? <laughs> yep. Yeah, I think somebody was passing around the peace pipe back in the day, and they're just like, hey, what if a Groundhog... No, man. I... It... <laughs> But it was yeah, it was I, it it was really interesting to see, uh, only because I've never seen it in such uh, real time and in such quality. The pomp and circumstance that goes into it is damn near admirable. Really? Yeah, because you know they're all they really are just like Connie you see in, in Groundhog Day. They're all up yeah. on stage in top hats and and black tie in the snow. And they're there with this with this rabid little animal that's just actually, scared to do like what the hell? No, this one I think I think Phil. I wonder, you know, what what number Phil is this, if you will. You know right. what I mean? Um, but uh Phil is actually very docile, it would appear. He was very, very relaxed. He's like, I'm okay with this. Yeah. Big guy in a beard's talking to me, or big guy's talking to me, other big guy in the beard's holding me. I I'm down with this. Um, I, although I do kind of have some, uh, they, they got some gall as well. Cause when they were reading the scroll, they talked about on this beautiful sunny day, I do see my shadow bitch. It's overcast and you're in snow. Who are you trying to fool? <laughs> I'm just saying we, there might be some shenanigans behind the groundhog trend. Yeah, there well, might be, you know, it wouldn't, wouldn't be the first time. 
I mean, there's a lot. Let's face it. Okay. There's a lot of things we do that are just weird when you break it down. Okay. Um, let's all dress up in costumes and then we're going to go to strangers doors and ask for candy. Right. And, and tell them that if they don't give us candy, we're going to do something bad to them. Weird. Uh, basically yeah. mob tactics and extortion. Uh, and then let's get into, um, Easter. Okay. <laughs> A big magic rabbit is going to bring chocolate eggs and joy yeah. to all the children. Yeah. Mm. Okay. All right. I'm with you. Sure. Uh, also, let's not forget another thing, too. Uh, during uh, St. Even St. Patrick's Day, Trent. St. Patrick's Day. Now, it, it used to just be wear something green. Luck of the, kiss me, I'm Irish. Luck of the Irish. Uh, yeah. You know, being racially insensitive, insensitive and run around saying, oh, it's after me lucky charms. All that jazz. Yeah. Used to be that. Now, the leprechauns are here. They're a menace. They're up to shenanigans. You got to try really? and trap the leprechaun. Yeah. Toilet bowl I water got turned gets turned green. I did not know this. Oh yeah, you gotta you gotta make a leprechaun trap. I had a realization. The reason why these things happen. It's a little dark, Trent. I'm not gonna lie, but it's yeah. just as simple as this. Uh life is horrific, and there is no harm in preserving a little magic when there is all of this to deal with after. Yeah. You know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I yeah. mean, I do. That's how I, that's how I justify it. Because <laughs> <laughs> otherwise it's like, look, I'm not saying, well, first of all, I'm not saying I'm crazy. I'm not saying it. Sure. And I'm not saying you could develop trust issues. Okay. Okay. But I Go still, on. I still get to points where I'm like, all right. So is there just like this? Uh, Cause you know, I'm, I don't, I don't like to talk about such things, but I am going to be hitting half a century in March. Okay. So, yeah. uh, you know, and, and uh, like lately I've been having this situation where I go to bed and, and it used to be I go to bed and then, you know, I begrudgingly wake up when the alarm goes off. Uh, maybe I hit snooze, all that jazz. Now, I, it has gotten to the point where I go to bed. And then for some reason around 5 o'clock, my mind gets turned up to 11. My eyes shoot awake. I curse the gods, pray I could go back to sleep. Most often don't and begrudgingly get up out of frustration. Yeah. Is this one of those things that is like an unspoken secret that adults aren't sharing with me that, you know, like, is everybody going through this? Yeah, it's 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 like Logan's run. They've got to keep it a secret. Exactly. All I'm because saying is I'm starting to feel like maybe there are some other things that maybe weren't shared with me. Yeah, that someone should have, like, cued you into before it happened. I got fundamental trust issues, Trent. Uh, <laughs> and it's. Yeah. That's the reason why I didn't ask to play your game. You made me a part of it. Now, are there other unspoken rules nobody's talking about? Yeah. Am I crazy, Trent? You know, I I luckily have not experienced that. So I don't know, Will. I don't know. Okay. I'm glad. And yes, apparently I'm the one with mental issues. Good to know. <laughs> Thank you for backing that up for me. Oh, Trent, do you mind dipping into TV a little bit? Absolutely. So I'm assuming, based on past experience, somebody's probably waiting for all of WandaVision to play out before they watch it. R right you are, sir. However, I have now seen the uh, the Mandalorian. Oh! All right. Well, hey, welcome to December, buddy. Thanks, man. Or was that November? <laughs> was it the beginning of December? I think it was early December, right? I think, yeah. Uh, never so clever as this, uh, says Russia doesn't have groundhogs. That's why winter never ends. Okay. Aww. Fair enough. 
Yeah, that was collective. Aww. Um, so, uh, anyway, welcome to December. Uh, what did you think? Uh, it was a lot. Uh, I thought it was great. I thought it was absolutely fantastic. I think that the series benefits from watching in a single sitting because mm-hmm. there's a definite cadence throughout the 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 series that carries through uh possibly one of the best um opening fight scenes of any cinematic event the uh, the fight scene at the the fighting ring yeah um and and the scoring during that is just one guitar doing like metal riffs like it's it's really really good and like the like the first season it has a a filler episode that wasn't really needed Hmm. Which, which I'm guessing, I'm guessing it's the one where he has to go back and get the ship fixed and then has to help. And the only thing we get out of that is the, uh, the recording so that we know they're trying to replicate DNA or do something. And, and we have the reveal of, um, uh, Django chasing after him as well. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. No, I, the, the second episode, the the frog lady episode, did nothing to further the plot. You know, I would I would probably uh, completely agree with you, except that, um, one, it became part of the journey for him to traverse the story, specifically meeting getting to the frog lady's planet uh, in order to encounter the other Mandalorians. Um, but, uh, I, I would also disagree only because actually you're right. It's filler, but it's only filler because it is the first or it's the second domino. Okay. In one of those splits, you can't get to other points in the story unless the stuff here happened. Cause I felt the same way when I watched it. I'm like, why, you know, this was, this was interesting and all and yo X wings, but still, right, yeah. why am I here? Right? Yeah. As far as as far as like, uh, if if we're looking to get character A, as far as development goes, from from character point from a character from point A to point B, the the most I could ascribe to that episode was showing that he is neither good nor bad, but leaning more towards chaotic good. <laughs> right. I- where, where- where the where the um the X wing fighters are like, yeah, we should take you in, but you you did blah blah blah. So you're lucky we don't take you in, and then they they fly off. So that that's what I was like. Okay, I, I mean, it was still great. I still loved it, right? Yeah. It it was just the 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 less of the of the season. Yeah. It also it had a lot of uh, a lot of weirdness in it because like the weird spider creatures, weird. And also, you know, the creepiness of like this. Uh, this is my last chance to extend my line. Um, but oh. the cute little, but the cute little uh, alien is just going to pop them eggs like they're uh, caviar. Yeah, and and I and here I was thinking like, oh, we're 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 going to have a good swerve at the end. All the other eggs are going to get destroyed, and then he's going to puke them up for her, showing that he foresaw what was going to happen. And was that's why he was trying to get the eggs so so much, right? And then that we would see uh, the the child as like this benevolent creature. Nope, nope. He just ate him. Uh, but you know, I I don't want to get into details. But I I completely agree with you. Uh, it definitely uh, was a filler episode. I think the other thing too. I think that I I would like to see this the um, story fundamentally change is all of the uh, there's a lot of okay well. I'll help your storyline A, but first you got to come over to storyline B with me. And it's a lot of, uh, you know, I'll do that for you, but you got to do this. A lot of uh, yeah. what about is it, you know? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Video games. It's it's all about the side quest. <laughs> exactly. It's like, oh, gosh, come on now. Do I really have to go kill 20 Bazorks just so I can have <laughs> the skin to get my epic item? Come on now. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a lot of that. It's a lot of B story. Uh, I'd like to see that change, but overall 
I think the important part in case and you know spoilers uh but but what was your uh, what was your reaction in those final scenes of that final episode Oh I, I loved it man I thought it was great in fact so much so that uh I wanted I like I didn't want there to be another season I thought that was a great way to end it I think so too uh you you have a very good point there because uh but also, narratively speaking, I, I feel like they are making a massive change now because it's like oh. that's going to happen. But I think at some point, the story is going to come back around. Like, uh, we may have like a time jump of 10 years later. And, you know, at the last second, it's going to be Grogu coming in with swords a spinning because that's the other thing that's a problem with that uh, show. And, and I'm not saying it's a problem because it's a problem. I'm saying it's a problem because we probably don't know the whole story. But right. Yoda in Empire is 900, and he's really old. Grogu yep. in this is around 50, and he's really young. So the growth yeah. spurt these guys go through must be some stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's like a delayed dog almost, right? Like imagine if a dog was a puppy forever. And then it grew up over like one day. <laughs> yeah, there's a little imbalance. But, you know, anyway, that's something we could see. Um, other great TV news, though. We finally got a trailer and we know the drop date for The Flash. Finally, it's coming back and it's going to be March 2nd. And I don't know if production was delayed because of COVID. I'm sure it was. and Or if they're going to do an abbreviated season this year. But I was thinking about it. That show usually comes back in like October. We get about six episodes. Then it goes away until almost March. So right. really, realistically, if they were able to go back to work and start shooting, the only thing we're going to find is that we have less gaps in what, not that yep. you care, because you're like, yeah, season streaming it. Yep. I don't, yeah. I, I understand. Um, and I admire you for it. Like, I wish I could be doing that with WandaVision. Um, but yeah. I, I just, unfortunately, I gots to know. And it upsets me because, uh, you know, now I got to sit here and wait. But it is what it is. Like, and, and I realized something. Like, lately, I, I watch almost no television. I'm either watching movies or right now, I'm. is it Wednesday? Okay, it's a new episode of The Stand. Or is it Friday? It's a new episode of WandaVision. That's where my life pretty much revolves around right now. See, and, I, and I'm I'm the exact opposite. It's like, oh crap! I'm I am running out of TV shows to watch. I guess I'll go back and and rewatch Silicon Valley. Yeah, may as well. Um, I uh, I just I in many ways I think that uh, I'm going to be a lot more appreciative of that show when it comes back especially since it got cut short uh, in production. Like, it it ended on a hang, uh, cliffhanger they never intended. So right. I'm, I'm very excited for that, which is why I brought it up, obviously. I'm very excited for The Flash to come back. But other than that, um, I don't know if you also heard the news, Superstore has been canceled. Oh, no. I I so, so that is one thing that I watch week to week, and I have loved how they've integrated the pandemic into their into their plot and their storylines mm -hmm. like yeah. that breaks my heart i like that is a great television show i you know when i heard the facts i wasn't quite surprised though because america ferrera left the show this season but more importantly it's the sixth season and it's a large ensemble show so yeah. there was a very yeah. low likelihood of them getting to a seventh season anyway actually and i wondered because steve g had posted a few uh photos and and thanking everyone on the set for for various things so that actually makes way more sense yeah it's you know it's just it's part of the corporate beast i think the seventh seventh season is either typically the last one or it's after that seventh season that salaries automatically start bumping and and again large cast so not surprised but uh yeah. they will be missed but that yeah i don't i'm not surprised you can watch it week to week because it's very just like stand standalone, fun, funny, easy to diverge. Yep. You're just in and out quick. Yep, yep, it is. It's 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 a good one. That's that's a sad one to see go. But this too, I guess all all, all things go the way of well, what we will eventually do, which is die. 
again, keeping a little bit of the magic alive. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I think the one thing the pandemic truly has done is put a lot more stuff into perspective for me. It's like, oh, man, the Superstore got canceled. That's a bummer. I still can't go to the grocery store. So, <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not too upset. Well, Trent, we accomplished something today. I don't know what we accomplished, but we accomplished something. At least in addition to 300 and wait, what episode was this? Episode 328. Thank you. So uh, at least we've uh, created another addendum to that first episode way back when, when we were talking flash fast. Um, thanks for joining me tonight. I appreciate it for our show. I don't mean that came out weird. I just wanted to say, I appreciate you being here. Also something to look forward to Trent, either Thursday or Friday, we will finally have the answer for the note that I put in the box that said, I wonder if I'll mail this out before 2021 or 2022 gets here. Right. Yeah. Uh, your, your package has arrived. Now I want, I'm going to, I'm going to spoil it. The real Christmas gift that's in there is a beard comb. That was the object that that facilitated the entire box. Yeah, yeah. I I am I am excited for it, dude. I yeah. I am all about I'll, I'll be honest, my my biggest uh and this is this is going to be so self-centered, but m- the thing I'm looking forward to most with the end of a pandemic will be to just do my beard when I go out, not to do my beard and then cover it up. I want to feel pretty. Oh. So so you still do just like everybody, you're doing the grooming, but then you've got to cover it up. Yeah. Yep. Oh man. I'm so sorry to hear that. Well, it just so you know, that was the gift that that was the real gift that facilitated everything else. Uh because I've decided in in cleaning things out here and in in with our Patreon subscribers and everything else, I've decided that I am going to uh, take a flea market approach to this, if you will. And I'm yeah. just going to start uh, spreading the what do I do with this? I'm making my junk other people's problems. That's essentially what I'm doing. Okay. That makes <coughs> sense. Shy of boxing. I, I don't want to just box my stuff out and leave it for porch pirates. So that way it disappears. I figure try and send things to that are cool to the people that I like. So uh, Patreon yeah. subscribers, if you didn't hear it before, please update your address. But I didn't. And yeah, and it's just a way of like curating things for them. There you go. That's that's I know that's I even use the term curated. Um, yeah. Not not here anyway. Uh, I uh, I but I did include some things that I thought you might like, and you can tell that I'm a parent because for some reason, of course, I also I sent a nice pair of socks. <gasps> that's I, I and I've had this conversation. My dad and I always uh, appreciate socks for Christmas, and it pisses my mom off. Why would it piss her off? Piss why? She, she feels that that's not <coughs> an adequate gift, and and but my dad is always able to work in a, a pack of socks for me every year. I think I think sock. I think the right because let's face it, man. Uh, on a cold winter's morning, there's there's a specific kind of sock that you're going to be looking forward to, right? You're like, I'm gonna. Oh, I'm going to get those nice thicker socks. They got the nice ankle support and it'll feel warm and, and soft on my feet. Right. Yep. Nice pair of socks. I mean, uh, you could, uh, a nice pair of socks is the difference between feeling cold and feeling warm, Trent. Yeah. Oh, I get it. Don't- and, and plus, you know, it's not one of those things where you're suddenly like, oh, you know what? I need socks. But if somebody hands you a pack of six socks, you're the richest Dude. man on earth. I feel the same way. Well, there's a pair of socks in there too. <laughs> to you know, to to quote uh, Azrael, I would say, or to to riff off Azrael, I would say there is no pleasure, no rapture, no exquisite sin greater than a pack of new socks. And on on that note, folks, thank you very much for tuning in. Thank you for listening. You are our fresh pack of socks, and we appreciate each and every one of you uh be sure to uh follow me on almost any social media i am that will wilkins trent is a part of him the show netheads on air thank you very much uh anything you wanted to plug trent um if you are enjoying wandavision 
check out uh, it's it's collected in trade paperback. It's like uh, twelve issues of the comic book that inspired WandaVision, Vision by Tom King. Uh, you can uh, buy it online too. I think it's even included in like a lot of the the free stuff from Amazon. But check it out. It's an amazing comic book. I tell you what, Trent. After the show, there will be a link on netheadsonair.com so you can look up for it. And I agree. It was recommended to me in 2016, well after the fact, and one of the most amazing reads I've ever had in a comic book. Right? It's man, he's he, he, everything he touches, he knocks it out of the park. Yeah, and 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 the the one image of the the comic book with the, the Vision and his family standing in this antiquated or uh, this you know, cozy American suburb is yep. kind of what helped conceptualize this. But man, dude, wait till you watch okay. this show. There is so much going on. But yeah, you are our pack of socks. We appreciate you. Check out the visions. Uh, also, uh, please, uh, if you want, patreon.com, netheads on air. Uh, until next time, I am Will. And I'm Trent. And we'll be back soon. This is NetHeads with Will Wilkins and Trent Hunsaker signing off. I know, right? But stop being a little Nancy and deal with it. NetHeads. 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 We'll be back soon. Goodbye. This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio. Sir, only at Smodcast.com. So I didn't say anything, <laughs> but, uh, but during the show, uh, right near the end here, uh, I got a message from my lovely wife, Denise, and it said, did you turn the oven on? I was just <laughs> Okay. So there is a downside to that. Oops. Maybe coordinate that next time. Give a little heads up, probably, if you're going to be starting a large incendiary device in the house. Make sure everyone's aware, right? That's a big good idea.